Hi guys, welcome back to the Commented Podcast where we talk about your favorite TV shows, movies, music, and more. Today we are doing a special rant on Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, but before we get into the episode, just wanted to let you guys know that you should make sure you're following us on Twitter and TikTok. We will be giving away two VIP tickets to the KPSN Podcast Fest, which we are participating in this summer, July 10th and 11th. Um, it's a fundraiser for the National Alliance on Mental Illness and we'll be doing a special interview and a special uh episode as well so we hope to see you guys there and enjoy the episode also don't forget to rate us five stars on apple podcast um hello there this is a quick rant chronicles um welcome back to the comedy podcast where we talk about anything and everything we haven't done a rant chronicles in a while but um the temperature in the room was just hitting a little too high today so we decided <laughs> that we were just going to have to give y'all a little, just a quick little off the shore episode about avatar the last airbender if you've never been on our about page um me nia and Corey both kind of grew up with avatar the last airbender we we have thoughts um opinions and we would love to hear yours now to on to the rant on to <laughs> where do we even begin um nia said that she's been binging avatar the last airbender i haven't rewatched the original in a while but we just got to talk about it we just have to ruffle some feathers here because nia what are your thoughts what are your I... your, your intentions <sighs> okay listen i just have to say this and i know the avatar like the avatar fandom it's like the same discourse over and over but to me it's like the fandom willfully ignores loopholes in the narrative like right. even if you like ang and katara together you can't one minute say Katara is a feminist icon because she did she was fighting for herself in one hand, but then you are also okay with the writers just kind of acting like she doesn't exist in the Legend of Korra and that she was kind of just like there to assist Aang. Like you like you can't just ignore the fact that Aang had no she was the first girl he saw. He didn't know, like he was obsessed with her. And in the whole arc of his narrative was that he's supposed to let stuff go when he went to see the guru and he did nothing and still got rewarded for it. Like he didn't even look at her differently. He just was like, I'm going to, you're going to be my girl. And then she's like, I need time to think about this. And he was just like, and I was like, Aang, what do you want? She, she's telling you what she wants. And then at the end, okay, listen, I, I, there's so much, my head is like spinning because mm-hmm. even if you, okay. Even if you're someone who says, Zutara together would be toxic or that they would just be fighting all the time have you looked at Maiko have you seen Zuko and May together that's all they do that's all they do is fight and you're telling me that Zuko and Katara would be the same have you seen their interactions go back and watch season three when have they fought <laughs> when have they fought point out one time when they fought after their reconciliation when Katara forgave him when did they fight who was there with Zuko when when he got when he saw Iroh again I wonder who Katara and did they it, fight? No. It, it was. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to interrupt. I said the minute they put Zuko and Katara together on that little journey, I was like, "It's over. It's over. This is my <laughs> shit." Was I supposed to get behind her and Aang? Was I supposed to get behind this man who has a who needs a mother figure and is finding it in his <laughs> girlfriend? Like, am I supposed to like get behind this? Especially when they like, if we go further off into the world of Legend of Korra, and there was like, "Well, we have no more." Uh, character development for you katara so you're just gonna be here to tease about zuko's story i was like they should just got married they just should have gotten married if y'all were gonna do this to us also also like thinking about the fact that um thinking about i was oh i just had a great thought and i lost it but like i'm just, that that upset me so much i lost my train of thought yeah. because it, like, no worries 
<laughs> like an, I, one more thing I want to say before like I, I like simmer down a bit because I'm, <laughs> I'm just like going off the cuff because it's like when I think about now ever since Avatar went back on Netflix you have all this discourse about like the logistics of the world and I'm like back when we were younger it was like people were just aim- like harmlessly shipping Zutara like not thinking anything of it but now everybody on Twitter because we all have PhDs and we're all smart people are like you don't see the colonizer colonized dynamic with yeah. Zutara how are you going to ship her with her oppressor Zuko's the one who murdered her family and killed her mom and, and caused the turmoil I'm like Zuko did Zuko, Zuko? he was a child he, that- you mean you y'all mean- are, like people blaming this like y'all are blaming the problems of the fire nation on zuko when he was 10 years old trying not to get killed by his own dad also, are you trying to tell me that also, he's responsible for killing katara's mom huh also that man had an entire fantastic character arc where he a redemption arc. he had a whole she had no because like people like to be like oh he had a redemption arc no y'all redemption arcs usually like our apologies this man went on a whole spiritual journey <laughs> turned on his family damn near killed his sister like was about to kill his dad too if Aang wasn't gonna do it like are y'all not seeing the man that is the thing about social media though like it doesn't matter who it is there is no redeeming oneself from their original view of them because like it doesn't matter he could Zuko could have cured world hunger stopped cancer he could have stopped global warming he could have brought back all the extinct animals and people would still be angry with him and see him as he was in season one even though he's a completely different person from season one to the last season but whatever exactly and and adding on that point it's like these are the same people i don't want to get too messy because i know people are going to come for me but like i want to say this because it's it's valid y'all that some of these folks who are complaining about this happy y'all aren't even indigenous y'all aren't even Ooh. y'all are caucasian Ooh. y'all are from Co- minnesota you're Preach like come on now <laughs> like and people who are saying these things like half of y'all have white men in your profile pictures half of y'all have white actors who guess what who grandpappies were a part of some organizations who are doing some bad things and y'all want to be like oh my favorite white man of mon- uh, today i'm gonna stand this outwardly racist musician huh how are you going to be a fan of a white man who is outwardly racist (laughs) but yet you want to be like oh you can't think of zutara this way it's like who are y'all standing who are y'all married to if katara had enough um enough mental health to forgive zuko like to forgive him and still exactly. be friends with him, then what? Who are y'all to tell us that that wasn't supposed to be the end game? Especially right. when Nia just said Nia mentioned this before we started recording that the 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 writers literally projected themselves in the egg, and you they can't do. tell me that's not slight intel behavior. Because of in what the- world does egg deserve Katara and all of her glory besides him being the Avatar? Besides him Oof. being the Avatar, the man like especially when they go into Legend of Korra and they'll be like, oh yes um this this world that's really based on capitalism um was made by Aang how in the fuck that man is a Buddha it was he a monk a whole he's goddamn a whole monk, monk. And why does he somehow have kids? like that is goes against all like religious that I know about monks and celibacy like and you know and you know why they did that? It's because they're like, Katara has to love Aang because she's the one that has to give birth to the new air nomads. I'm like, you're you're telling Katara has to do something just to have kids? Huh? What are you saying? Like, I really really... am upset when I think about the Legend of Korra of how they, like, as much 
forward thinking and feminist and liberal that show was the fact that they fucked up Katara and Toph's story like you're telling me Toph badass Toph who's rich ass left her parents to go on the world tour with the avatar became a government dog she became a fucking police officer absolutely not also why don't we get to see who Toph married and why don't Mm. we get to see her kids no we get to see her kids we don't get to see her husbands like why is she like a single mother like two like what what, all alone the patriarchy the misogyny of it all it's it's because these creators had no plan for the women they wanted Toph to be a boy originally are you telling me these men have really forward thinking ideas if they wanted half of their female characters just to be assistants <laughs> to the boys in the series like I it's it's not mathing for me like you can't I remember <laughs> this was a long time ago but it like a comic-con years ago and like when season three was premiering back when Zutara was like slowly bubbling they aired some Zutara fan art in front of the whole convention and the creators laughed at it and made fun of it in front of the fans it's like you're making fun of your fan base for participating in the fandom culture because you don't like a ship huh it's also like that's like again very intel behavior of men being like we wanted Katara to end up with the good guy okay but the good guy being Aang but also the good guy could also be Zuko. Like that whole thing yeah. of like Zuko doesn't get redemption in the eyes of the writer. Then what was the fucking point of writing his story like that? What was the point? What was why, the point? If he's, going, <laughs> if he's the same, then why write him? Why? And that's weird to me. All these people saying Zuko is like, a, he's the, the exact same. He's just a colonizer. He's just white supremacy esque. And I'm like, why even rate, make a redemption arc? Why even put him First in the all, series at all? Y'all can't start thinking about the story as white supremacy when it was definitely based on Japan being fuck asses in Asia. Like that, right, is, right. that has nothing like white supremacy and Japanese imperialism are two different things. Are they similar? Exactly. But they're different. They're different. Like right, it's Japanese just, imperialism ended. <laughs> Right. And then the thing is, what's weird to me, too, because like I'd be hypothesizing. I don't know if this is a reach, but the way I coded Zuko, because he went back to the Fire Nation for that moment when he betrayed his uncle and he was miserable. So in my mind, I was thinking, how is this boy going to be Fire Lord if he literally went back and he hated it? To me, he would be giving like dismantle the entire royalty system. That's what like that was the next logical step to me. But these writers were just like. He has to go back to the Avatar. Right, yeah. He has to go back to the Avatar. He has to go back to the squad. And I'm just like, or you can just let him be a quiet mastermind, take over this shit, and tear it up from the inside out. Like, That's how you know that white men were behind the series, because they were like, let's not fundamentally change the rules of this world and and the structural uh, and all that stuff. They were just like, let's just keep things the way they were, but put people in this different positions. Like, like, just imagine, imagine the power Zuko would have had if he would just, like, everybody believed that he had betrayed the Avatar, and he just undid shit from the inside out. Let somebody exactly. of color rewrite Avatar Last Airbender. I'm no longer excited right. for this fucking Netflix series, though. So I'm not <laughs> what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, when the, when, even, even, even though the original writers did do some stupid shit, well, they like, I can't even explain it, but even though original writers, people may not like them, when they pulled out of the Netflix series, I was like, nah, this is not going to be good. And then, you know, you hear every day about Netflix changing something that was fundamental in the story, like, oh, now they're going to change the ages of Katara and uh, Sokka, where Sokka's the younger brother, right? And some other mm. weird stuff like that. 
see, I Sokka being younger would be makes sense to his like silliness, but at the same time, him being older was kind of just like funny. Yeah, that was the point. Yeah, like he like, but also I I see what you mean. Like to me, it would be weird to change the ages, but to me, that sounds like they're gonna try to push it YA and make yeah, it like young romance adult. driven mm-hmm. but it's and like dark. you don't have to do that like you could literally <laughs> leave their ages the same and just fix because to me the romance in Avatar was very sloppy like the writers were just trying to make it like it was kind of an in. afterthought like it, it wasn't was. the yeah. main point of the show which is understandable and, and what's weird to me is like why are you forcing kids to be in romantic relationships oh, how about you just let my the kids God. be kids Nia, Nia. and deal with their trauma Nia, when people huh? be like let's do young adults then make them have sex I was like what, what? what? People, what? <laughs> like, no listen no listen not about Avatar like the young adult series like the young adult genre in general like people were like uh-huh. yes let's do like um, like what was this fucking show that Zendaya was in um, oh, Euphoria! Um, yeah, Euphoria. There's like, let's do a whole show about high schoolers, make all the actors sturdy, but have it all about sex and drugs. And I'm like, you were missing something's wrong. Cause like, you can't tell me that's like not low key pedophilic. Like, wh- also, mm. and then not only do you just like do like young young adult stories, they're only young adult heterosexual stories. And then whenever you Ooh, bring in gay children, it's either traumatic or suicidal. Like, it's it's. It's giving, you know, patriarchy. It's giving complete, like, nobody's thinking outside the box. The the yeah. room is full of heterosex cis white men. Like, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's exactly why it's like Netflix doing this. It's like I'm curious because they have the budget, but knowing that they probably won't listen to like what people actually want like they won't fix the fundamental issues that avatar already had they're probably just going to create more so it's like they're will i watch gonna, it yes yeah they're <laughs> but literally I don't know. just going to make avatar take out all the childishness of it make it more adult mm. make it sexier make it darker like because that's what they do with all these <laughs> beloved childhood things they take them and make them like more adult like and honestly we do not need that all the time Mm-hmm. also yeah. i would just like to say this whole narrative y'all keep pushing that cora is better than the original avatar is completely false that is not <laughs> true cora has more liberal and progressive ideals in the show that people in our generation can support more and we love seeing stuff like that being represented in media but that does not mean that is better than avatar just wanted to put that out there facts and the thing is, what's crazy about Korra is, like, if the show has potential to be, like, pace, pacing-wise a great show, but what happened was Nickelodeon was like, we're only going to give you one season. Mm-hmm. And so they made season one thinking that was going to be the beginning and the end. And then Nickelodeon came back and was like, oh, you want to give us three more seasons? And they're like, but we finished the show. So they had to literally come up with a whole new arc. And you can literally tell that that's what happened because there are parts of Korra that are just straight up boring. Avatar was yeah. not like that. It like you it had your attention the whole time. Maybe there was one episode in particular you didn't like, but I'm promise you the whole time the show had your attention. With Korra, there were entire seasons where I was like I was like, okay, can I like fast forward through this? Is there is there is this filler? Can I skip past it? Like Exactly. Yeah. Like the Korra Season two was just Yeah. Korra should have been about them explaining the unexplained of Avatar. And it also should have been about, like, how the world had progressed. But they just kind of started to focus, again, it's men writing about women characters and not having any substance about it. And you think, it's like, maybe just hire another writer to help you. But no, they won't do that shit. 
because of money. Yeah. It's it's just... And like, this is not to say so Korra much. is a bad show. It's just it's not better oh, no, than Avatar. Because Korra is good. It's, it's, yeah. It's a good... It's a solid show. It's not by, bad by any means necessary. It's just that folks don't realize the planning and thought that put in they put in to plan out three seasons of Avatar Last Day of Render. They, Nickelodeon could have been like, we're going to give you season five and six. But they were like, no. Because that didn't... They Once they had finished Aang defeating the Fire Lord, that was it. There was one goal. Everything led up to one goal. Like storytelling 101 <laughs> yeah and i don't think that the world that they built for avatar was made to have like multiple big villains like Korra. yeah i mean some people love that aspect of it like the multiple villains but to me it's just like you're just there's no end game here like you're just creating a new problem once one problem gets fixed and it's like, sad you know? to think that that was the world that the world that ang and everybody else fought for this is what how it ended up being like yeah <laughs> Like was like, it's just weird to me that like nobody had revolutionary thoughts about how the world could be, but instead they come up with capitalism. It's like, <laughs> is this what we're doing? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was that was good talk, y'all. Because like as much as I good. love Avatar: The Last Airbender, I just the y'all refuse to criticize your media. <laughs> criticize yeah. it. It's okay to not love every single thing about everything. Right. Ugh. I know uh, Marin is on this episode. She's just quiet because she... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> because she has to watch the show, but we'll get her to watch it one day. Because it's great. It's amazing. My children will be watching Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, yeah, I think, I'm thinking about yeah. buying, like, a physical copy just to have. Right. Just in case, like, in the future, yes. you can't find it on streaming services or something. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, this has been the Comet Podcast. We'll be back to you guys with a lot more episodes. This actually might go up tomorrow if I'm um, not busy. So um, until uh, next time, uh, I'm Tori. I'm Erin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Bye. Bye.